Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy. Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness, doing what they love and living the good life? So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews, Jr. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another great show at the jump. Now, if this is your first time here. Where have you been this whole time? We've been having great guests, and you don't want to miss this one right now. Listen, we were just talking behind scenes. It's been six years. Yes, it's been six years since I last interviewed this great gentleman. Moving on, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. Like, I mean, a lot of stuff. You might have seen him on TV and books and across the country doing his thing. But I love this segment right now because if you know me, you know I love to eat. So this next interview is going to be fun for me. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's just get started right into it. It's never too late to learn how to cook. Here it is, Chef Noel. Give him a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <laughs> how you doing, my friend? Hey, my bro. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's, <laughs> it's been six years. I know. Seems like old friends, you know, reuniting. <laughs> It's been but, a while. Been, but it's okay because you've been hot foot. When I mean hot yeah. foot, you've been all over doing your thing, you know, cross country, on TV, this, yeah. that, this. But we're going to get into that. But let's start right off the bat. Born and raised, where are you from? Kingston, Jamaica, of course. Kingston, Jamaica. And yeah. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of people listening just, you know, just did the gun salute <laughs> right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's go. Yadi. That's right. Yeah. So did you always want to cook? Well, I think, yeah, since I can remember, um, I started pretty much baking at first. And I realized that recently I used to start from, you know, cake mix and stuff like that. I like pastry and then I just went straight into cooking and started it, of course, you know, with mom and then introduced to television where I saw chefs, people looking like me. And then I knew exactly that this is what I wanted to do. So what age did you do your first meal or first bacon? Do you remember what it was? Now, um, I know the first dish my mom taught me was, because she, she always made this, um, this fried chicken with a barbecue sauce, which is so popular now, barbecue fried chicken. So she would make us this, like, you know, Mother's Day, somebody's birthday. It's like her special dish with rice and peas on a Sunday, of course. You know, it's our family day to get together and stuff like that. So I think my first dish was the rice and peas and the barbecue fried chicken okay and do you remember after you made that like what was the what was the reaction it was pretty good because i've, I've watched her and of course there's no recipe so you gotta go off memory okay so, okay i remember okay this amount of vinegar this amount of sugar and you try to remember the taste so that's what we cook you know in the caribbean it's just... memory. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's written down nothing is written down yeah yeah 
<laughs> that's why that's why you gotta you gotta stay with mom stay with grandma see yeah. what they do because once once they're gone that's it that yeah. that flavor if you don't remember what they're doing that flavor is gone it's gone and they themselves can't really um sometimes explain it and it's so funny that some things i see um if my mom doing or some home cooks doing we are doing it in the culinary world but they don't even know what they're doing and, mm. and, that, and then that's that's one of the reason why most chefs will tell you that, oh, I learned from my mom or I learned, or I learned from my grandma because really and truly, they're the first set of chefs. But we are the professionals. <laughs> right. So they don't even know what they're doing, what they're mixing. It's just a routine, something that yeah. they just do. Yeah. Pass down. So when, when you hit that age and you start to feel like, yeah, this is a thing I want to do, how did you take off? Did you, know, did you just say, I'm going straight to school? Did you go a different direction first and end up back doing this? So what happened was... um. My aunt, Miriam, who I always you know, credit because she was very um, important at that time, where she saw my passion, she saw my drive, and she's like, I think you should do um, food and nutrition. So we started checking out options now, how to become a chef, what are the channels? And I realized, okay, doing food and nutrition, then leaving, I would go to Runaway Bay Heart, that's in um, St. Anne in Jamaica as well. And that's what I did, and I knew exactly the channel in which I wanted to go. And I did exactly, exactly that. Yeah. So thank you for auntie. Cause it wasn't for auntie. We no, would be- <laughs> yeah, she was behind me. Cause um, she would, she would, like once she's doing her projects and stuff, she would take me behind her and I'll be watching, observing Easter time. Now we're cooking. Then we always do like um Christmas dinner at her home. She's like, and she doesn't cook my recipe, but she can throw it down. Mm-hmm. She can throw it down. Yeah. So what have you learned from, you know, doing, doing around the world, cooking, the yeah. teachings in the Caribbean compared to other countries? Um, I think for us is that, um, which I was talking about in February of this year, that our food is really and truly soul food, which oftentimes we don't reference it to that because when we think of soul food, we think about, you know, cornbread and grits and colored greens. And what what I've learned is that our food is really soul food. It comforts, you know, the soul. It feeds the mind. And it's from history, you know. And the thing with our food is that it also, well, food overall, it brings people together. It connects. Yes. And it knows no, you know, no boundary. But compared to, say, Caribbean to um, elsewhere, whatever, it's just love. I think we have more love in our food, though. To be honest. <laughs> it takes time. Think about the oxtail stew. <laughs> that might sound bad, but it's true. They'll tell you. Hey, listen, I'm laughing because I agree with you 110. percent You okay? Put it this way: you ever see regular people, uh, like you say, other countries <laughs> when, they're, when they're eating, they just yeah. eat. Yeah. When a when a when a when a Caribbean eats his food or her food, yeah. they're bouncing. They they're hum, bouncing and they the smile, and the that, flavors. That flavors yeah. and, yes, yes. Yeah, and it's a and it's a culture as well that that's behind it. Because if you're eating a pasta, right, you're not like this eating a no. You're it's it's more fine, it's more refined, you know, a chopstick. If you're doing um Asian, think about it. Yeah, Caribbean, <laughs> you you're diving into yeah, that man. dumpling. Yeah. It's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it? We're, it's like someone said, you know, when we're eating, we hear music in the back of our heads. Yeah, we are some one love. Don't worry about a thing, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So moving forward, when was your big break? Talk about your big break. When did oh. when did you know that okay, that's it. 
that when that lit call, that call, that TV, anything, where was your big break? I think I would definitely say when I was on CTV Winnipeg, um, that was my first Canadian show, television show that I did. And I didn't do one episode. I did two and it was like back to back. They hear them. And so I thought, you know, once I'm on this platform now, then it's like the gateway to do but anything. Because as Whitney Houston would say, all you need sometime in life is just one moment. Mm-hmm. And it's for you to seize that moment. And then, so like that cemented, you know, my foot in Winnipeg. And then I did like um, the main ingredients is talk show there. And then I went on like the Mark and Mandy show. Then that opened up doors for me also in Jamaica as well, because they started now to see um, Chef Noel. I was doing my thing in Jamaica though. Like I got my break in Jamaica before I came to Canada mm-hmm. on television there in the newspaper doing my stuff. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. How nervous? And did you think about saying no? No, because I approached them. I approached them. So, and I was so ready and it's so funny because I approached them like a long time and then um, didn't hear anything. And in 2015, you know, I went through some surgery and stuff. And then I was like on my bed rest when the producer emailed me. Hey, chef, now I got your email and I'm like, <laughs> damn. So it was like between a rock and a hard place. Yes. I'm like, do I say yes and risk it? Or do I just say, you know, explain? And I say, you know what? The person I am, I said, yes. You got to go for it. I go for it. And I went, I did my thing and it was a bomb. And I had a connection now with them. And I was a regular now on CTV Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is, this is the part that I love that it's the opportunities. Yeah, it's it is. That you take, if you don't go for it, you never know. This is why I love this, yeah. this platform. Talking about jumping, you jumped. Jumped, yeah. And I did. Once yeah. you jumped, it's just it's a free yeah. fall. Yeah. Even leaving Jamaica for me was like one of my biggest jump to date. And it's so funny that this year is my 10th year in Canada as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Like, yeah, man. Thanks, bro. They're like, are you I'm like, do you have family? I'm like, no, I'm here all alone. Like I took a big jump. Yes. And sometimes, like, if you don't jump, you don't know what's out there for you. And I'm all about like jumping, taking risks, and yeah. And it's paying off. It's paying off. It's paying off. It's, you know, risk always comes with um reward or consequences, but I don't worry mm-hmm. about the consequences. Like, I'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the reward is always sweeter, right? Yes. So always not, sweeter. So not take that chance then. Yeah. You never know if you never try it. Or what right. Adele said. So then here's the question that I always ask, and I got to ask you then. Yeah. You said the risk and rewards is sweeter. Yeah. So what risk have you taken then failed? Then failed. Oh, I don't see, honestly. I don't really see anything as failure. To be honest, okay. I see it as a lesson. Mm, it's all like about that. perspective. It's always see things. I don't see nothing that I do when it didn't work out as a failure because you, you have no walk away with experience. You have no walk away with knowledge. You have no walk away with something that you can't sometimes pay for. Right, and if and you that didn't. Make, and that makes you a better person. But if you see it as a failure, then you see yourself as a failure and then you are afraid to try something else. Right. So you learn from that lesson. Yeah. I and learned from you, that lesson. Yeah. And then you build from that lesson and say, oh, last time I yeah. did this. Yeah. This time I'm going to do it this way because I know what I did wrong that way. And then sometimes um, for me, I like to see the beauty in the ashes. Because mm. what happened is that it's now a lesson that you can learn from. And then it also might connect you something positive just like you know you say all things work together for good 
that's how things work at times. So it you might think it works against you when it's for you, but it's how you look at it. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like yeah, that. But it's how you see it, yeah. You know, scrape away the ashes, see what's there, what's left, what you can build from it yeah, and move forward. And, yeah, and keep it going, yeah. I don't see failure. I see lessons. Okay, so then give us two lessons that you've learned from this last 10 years here. Oh, Lord, that's a good one. Um, I would say um, one of the biggest one is um, just follow that gut feeling. Mm. It's a very big one that we oftentimes... Um, overlook yes and it's a signal and then you have to understand yourself as well and the second one definitely i would say is just believe in yourself yeah know yeah. who you are know what you're about know, know your journey and that leads to self-confidence and once you have that then you're unstoppable i love the gut one let's, no, let's, let's it's a big one way. it's a big one i've done look my gut are like signal me like yo noel and i'm like you know, and then I got some <laughs> lessons. I got some lessons. Yeah, man. Your your body, your senses could be the atmosphere. Because, could be look, angel. They just tell look, you straight. The shepherd me now, your your brain connects to your gut. Mm-hmm. It connects. And that's the reason why I'm, um, you know, you gotta eat um, this all these brain food and this and that. So it sends a signal, and that's the reason why you feel it here. All right, even Jamaica, some people, if they get a bad news, them say, Oh, I didn't it's okay because my belly didn't move. <laughs> those, you know, you have those little things, those feelings because it's a brain, it's connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So follow your gut. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a center. It's a center, right? I did a, I did a, I did a talk <laughs> speech, and I told everybody, your brain has three seconds. Yeah, because after it hits the five seconds, you'll change your own mind. You will. You know what I mean? Like you'll see two tickets, and your gut tells you take the ticket on the left. Mm-hmm. But then, if you stay there longer, your brain goes, "Well, maybe it's the one on the right." Yeah, you know, you, the one on the right looks better than the one on the left. Maybe I should go for the one on the right. Then, and then after you pick it, and you go, "Oh, I knew I should have went for the left." Yeah. Then why didn't you do it? Your gut told you yeah. right off the bat because it also followed with the second one because you don't have confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't believe in your decision making, so sometimes. Mm-hmm. You feel something and you're asking other people, but it's not for other people to decide. It's up to you to decide. It's your it's your vision. It's your journey. That's going to lead me right to the next question because I love <laughs> that you just brought that in. People. Yeah. Um, how many people were like, Chef, what do you want to do? Noel, what, what are you doing? Yeah. You're going to go cook? Urgent, what do you mean you're going to go cook? What are you going to cook for? Yeah. How many people were the naysayers? Oh, my God. That's a... Uh... That's a crazy one because, of course, you know, in Jamaica, our culture, um, no one really wanted their child to become a chef. It's always a doctor, lawyer, teacher, you know, all the professional areas and stuff. And I later understand why I didn't at first, but because it's coming from uh, slavery, mm-hmm. where um, chefs were more um, servants. You cook. That's mm-hmm. what you do. And that's all, you know. So they didn't. So it seems that way. And then, for example, you're working in a hotel. You're not serving people, right? The service in industry. Yep, yep, yep. So I understand that. And then you know they pay us a little stuff like that. But you know, thanks to Food Network, you know Bobby Flay, Rachel, all of these top chefs who paved the way for us to let people see that look, it's a career, but it's also a profession now. 
Yes. We have chefs in movies. We have so many movies and culinary. So it's an ever-changing time. Yeah. But for me, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I started baking my cake mix. Then I did Christmas time. I would do my rum cakes, of course. And I would sell rum cakes. On the weekends, I'll be doing my rock bun, selling to all those old people. Some of them die from diabetes, but it's not my fault. It's not. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was just hustling. I was just hustling. You know, a young boy wants some money. I sell some rock bun on the weekend. But then what happened to me? Um, I also went when I was in high school. I did um, my training at the camp, and there was a soldier there who took us like every day after like service time and teach us some culinary terms and stuff like that and he really got me pumped up again to see culinary in a different light but on my journey there were so many people thinking oh you should do this you should do that but for me i knew exactly what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. because i I've, i've already created my roadmap so when i was in like 10 grade selecting my courses i went through it and i saw food and nutrition i'm like okay i can become a chef I can own my restaurant. I can do this. I can do that. I could maybe teach culinary. So I think about it, all the different avenues. So, mm-hmm. being a, so thinking about a career, you know, choice or something, we don't see the different avenues that yes. it can create. We just right. see the career path. Yep. Tunnel so, vision. Yeah. So for me, I saw the different path. And that's exactly what I'm doing now, to be honest. I'm actually living my dream now, like now. Mm. I'm not there as yet. I don't have the big house and a car on it, you know. But it's coming. <laughs> it's one step at a time. One yeah, step I, at a I'm time. I'm doing the groundwork now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Let's have some fun to get you a little bit more and get to know you. Let's go. Ooh. It's now time for rapid fire. Listen, Chef. We're gonna ask you some rapid fire questions. You're gonna get two minutes on the clock. Hey. Crazy thing about it is you get to choose the questions that I ask you. So you get to choose A, B, C, or D. Now okay. you can elaborate, but remember, there's two minutes on the clock and you get yeah. to get to all the answers. So what would you want, Chef? A, B, C, or D? C. C. All right. Two minutes start on the clock. Now, what is success to you? Success to me is all about happiness. Um, it's a uh, mindset. Sunrise or Sunset. For me, it's the sunrise. What's your favorite color Blue. and why? Blue. It's, it speaks to me. It's calm. It's chill. It's good. It's vibrant. Yeah. All right. Chocolate or vanilla? I definitely say um, chocolate. What's your favorite food? Oh, Lord. A good <laughs> stew peas. Jamaican stew peas. No pork, though. No pork. Oxtail <laughs> and such delights. <laughs> What's your favorite dessert? Cheesecake. I love a good cheesecake, yeah. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting-edge AI technology... You can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. Oh, I definitely, the mannerism, it tells a lot about a person. 
Yeah. Body language, one on one. Yeah. Body language, how they can approach you. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's the best fashion advice you've ever gotten? I don't I haven't gotten any. I think I'm good at the fashion part. <laughs> I'm trying to what's think. The, what's the best compliment you've ever gotten? I would say, you know, those girls like my lips. I don't know. <laughs> favorite TV show. My favorite TV show. Oh Lord. Well, 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 most is no longer on. Like talk show talking or any show. I would say definitely I like um anything that um teaches me, any show that teaches me at all, you know. All right. With well, 20 yeah. seconds left on the clock, you made it through rapid fire. Hey. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to find out what Chef is up to. He's got some big news. Things are happening. Stay yeah. tuned. We'll be right back. CMJ Entertainment is a one-stop shop. CMJ Entertainment helps people do any type of events, and it's a marketing tool as well. So we'll cover everything from start to finish. If it's a wedding, we'll make sure your wedding is over the top. And if it's an event, we make sure that everybody gets information at the end of the day. Give us a call at 416-414-8964 or online at cmjent.com. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Yes, yes, yes. We are back live with yeah. Chef himself. Now, yes. here it is. It's funny that you pick C because it had those questions in it about food. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It's funny, but I asked all the other guests. It's like, yeah, they're just throwing it all out. The place. Yeah. So I got a question for you. Usually I ask this later, but because you said certain things, yeah. give me your top three dishes to eat. So it doesn't have to be Caribbean. I mean, yeah. any food around the world. What is chef like? What is you know you cook? Yeah. So you know the foods. What food does chef like? Yeah, chef. Um, for us, we like arty and comforting food. So because we work um around foods um so much, we tend not to have any appetite. So like for me personally, I eat by crave. Mm, okay. I'm craving something like the other day, it was all like um Shanghai noodles with chicken and shrimp. Then it was so other times just like Asian cuisine, but next time I just want my Jamaican food. Okay. Yeah. So like yesterday I made some good seasoned rice. I was craving it. So I eat my crave, but I love pasta overall. I love Italian cuisine, nice tomato sauce with some red wine, pasta. I love seafood um, overall. Anything with seafood at all, definitely. And um, oxtail. I love a good oxtail, braised oxtail. All right. So here's on. Give us your top three. You got to narrow it down now. Top yeah. three dishes. Hit it, chef. Top three is my. Pepper shrimp pasta. I love that. It's a mix of Jamaican and Italian. Then I love um, jerk chicken. Yeah. And then the next one would definitely be fried chicken. So I'm a chicken guy. <laughs> I, was see I was seeing a theme happening here. I was like, I know. Right. I know. I was trying to think, yeah. But yeah, lasagna, all those stuff. Fatty, meaty pasta. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what is success to you? What's happening in your life right now? So many things happening. Um, you know, I'm all over the place. You know, as I would say, we move, and I believe in um keep going. 
um, forward, and that's what I've doing ever since. So I'm currently now working on my second book, which I'm a little, I think I'm a little bit behind, but I also try not to set too much time on myself with things because you create stress and unnecessary problem. I let things flow and let it be. And I also think I'm more creative that way as well. Mm -hmm. when I set limits on myself. So I'm working on my second book. It's called Dirty 30. It's a thought provoking. <laughs> Say that. Tell everybody one more Dirty time. 30. Dirty 30. <laughs> well, it's a thought provoking book. Um, it's for the pandemic has, you know, inspired it. So it's basically bringing back date nights in the kitchen or in the home. Mm, instead okay. of going, yeah, so instead of going out to try to impress someone spending a lot of money, how about you making dinner at home? It's okay. Just, yeah, and it can be um your wife or your husband, your partner, and it's a special occasion, you know, the person with an award. So that person is going to come home now to a nice meal, mm -hmm. something that you have created. And, of course, a lot of people, they shy away, oh, I can't cook, I'm not a chef. I'm here to help you. And also in the book is how to set the tone of the evening or the morning, because there's also breakfast in bed idea, which we're missing out on that. Well, <laughs> well maybe me, I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> I'm missing out from that. <laughs> no, but that makes sense though. Cause I remember, hey, listen, I'm gonna I'm um yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot shoot out some secrets, you know. Yeah. So uh, all the ladies listening out there were like, oh the Bridget, what I used to say, hey, listen, come over, I'll cook yeah. for you. Yeah, and like you can cook. I'm like, yeah, what would you want? Virgin, yeah. I would go out to like five different restaurants, get some takeout. <laughs> nah. No, I'm going to change that. No, I'm going to change that. Bring it home, put it on a plate. Eight, oh, wow. Pretend that I made it, and then there you go. Yeah, I've seen that. And the thing is, they always say the way to a man art is through his stomach, right? It's the same thing for a female as well, especially the ladies. They love their food. And when mm -hmm. you cook it, when you cook it, something go off in the brain like either one. <laughs> so it's it's actually when they see you in front of the, the stove and actually At, stirring the pot and that too. Yeah. Because it just, because you know, the, the ladies are always the one um, always doing this. So when, so when it's in reverse, it's very sexy. So they like that. So it, you are halfway in mm -hmm. when you can cook as a guy, which, you know, it sucks when I hear guys say they can't cook or So we need more man class. We need more man session and the man. And if you can cook, because, our culture, especially growing up in Jamaica, it's always the ladies in the kitchen. Right. The guys. I would just eat, but, you know, things changing and the ladies need some, you know, help in that department as well. Especially when you have a good woman who work and she's coming back home tired, like, let you come home to a nice dessert and a nice wine and it doesn't have to be expensive. Okay. The top account, you know? So tell us, tell us your, tell us the name of your first book. So the name of my first book is Cuisine by Noel, A Culinary Journey Through Recipes and Stories. So it's 100 Fast and Favorite Recipes, sharing my culinary journey, started from Jamaica, the inspiration, coming to Canada, and all that I've been doing within a 10-year span. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's taking that chance, jumping into greatness, moving forward, yeah. and doing things that are different outside your scale. Yeah. So that's, then, me, yeah. that's that's you. So when's the restaurant? What's happening? Yeah. You know what I mean? Tell everybody. Yeah. Well, I opened um a spot on College Street in a pandemic, January, you know, taking risk again, January 5th, 2021. Um, it's kind of a ghost kitchen concept. 
but then now we the front is all open. So it's a barcade. So cuisine by novel is actually inside there where persons can come and get um a taste of the cuisine. So I and I do catering from there as well and private events. So I've been doing that, you know, doing my podcast, what's cooking with Chef Noel, um, you know, doing its thing, interviewing chefs and food personalities and you name it, just highlighting what's happening in the culinary community. And I was writing a lot, but then I stopped in the pandemic because I just wanted some time. Like it was too much stuff happening. So what what is the one what's the one hesitation that you hear from young chefs? What's the one thing that, you know, this this because you know they watch they watch the TV shows, yeah, they watch all the, the the food network shows, and then what is the one hesitation that you see new chefs are coming up with that are holding them back? The the mindset of wanting everything now, the finished product now, because Life is a journey, and you cannot skip the steps. And what happened is that when we watch the TV, we see Bobby Flay, we see Rachel Ray, we see all these people who are a finished product. We want that. We want to be there. We want to be like them. I will stress ourselves and get anxiety and depression because we're not doing that. But, but what we need to realize is that we got to take baby steps in order to get there. And sometimes you might want that, but then you end up with this, and nothing is wrong with that. Mm. So they want the tomato sauce without chopping up the tomatoes. Yes. Yeah, so most time they leave the industry um, easily. Most time they get fed up. They stress. They want everyone want to have their own business, their own private. No one, no one is willing again to really learn from anyone. Everyone mm. is a leader. So they don't want to come in and ask you and say, yeah, "Mr. Noel, you know, can I speak? Can I work behind you? Can I see what you do? Can you teach no. me some I stuff?" Even, I, and even with social media now, once they start to put some food on Instagram and Facebook, they get some likes and shares. You're now celebrity chef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you, yeah, and, and with culinary, um, you know, a lot of people think that, oh, I don't have to go to culinary school. I can cook. I got I know my flavors. My grandmother made the best rum cake. My, and But there are a lot of things that you learn in school that you will not learn in the kitchen. There are things that you will learn in the kitchen that you will not learn in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But together, they're important. So it's a it's a it's an ongoing process. Yeah, because also in the working world, you're further learning. School gives you the foundation and the basic that you need and to build on. For example, I see some people pulling some oxtail, put it, putting it inside of a burger bun, call it a burger. <laughs> That's a pull oxtail oxtail sandwich. You know what I'm saying? So there's a, so no difference between a sandwich. A burger, as people doing flatbread, calling it pizza. There are rules in culinary. There are borders. There are boundaries. All right, let me pull you back, Noel. Let me pull yeah. you back. I can, I can, I can see the frustration. Let me pull you. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we need to learn. Well, it's true because I can, I can see it. You're like, what did they call that? What is they doing? Like, yeah. you, you've, probably watched, you've, you've probably watched, you probably, you probably watched some TikToks and, and they yeah. shake your head. Chicken eh? rasta pasta. I'm like, you don't mix rasta with chicken. <laughs> <laughs> because if you add chicken to it now, it's a penny pasta. It's a chicken Alfredo. It's no longer a rasta pasta. So you can't combine them. Let's move on. <laughs> oh God, I love that segment. This is, I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So don't forget, check out his podcast where he's yeah. talking to other chefs and telling them, don't put the chicken with the pasta and calling it all this stuff. Yes, the pasta. There you go. 
All right, let's have some fun before we let you go, my friend. Yeah. Let's go. It's now time for pick three, sir. Before we let you go, you're going to pick your last three questions before we let you go. Oh. So you get to choose between one and 13. Give me three numbers between one and 13. And those are the questions I'm going to ask you. All right, seven. Seven. Nine. Nine and five, seven, nine, five. Here we go. What is one myth about your industry you want to squash right now? Oh, that's a good one. Squash a myth. Um, that chefs are you know not educated, that we're you know we just cook, that's all we do. We you know, we know have degree, we know have bachelor's, we know have PhD, you know. Mm -hmm. Love that. Say that again, tell them again. Yeah. So that myth is that chefs are not um, educated. Um, we just have a skill. That's all. But we have chefs who have degree, diploma, um, bachelor's, PhD, of course, and trained. And or training also equivalent to um, degrees and all these stuff. Yeah. So next question. What do you listen to while you're cooking? What is the song? Like if you, you got to cater next week, 200 yeah. people. What's what's on the iPad? What what are you listening to? Oh, it um it varies though. Um, I think it varies because I'm a very moody person. So um, and depends on the time of day. I like to be um relaxed as well. So if I'm thinking about my menu and all those stuff, I like to be relaxed. So I would definitely um something that's low beat but also motivating and inspiring has good storylines to it as well and uplifting, and then just get you in the mood. I might draw from my gospel. Never would have made it. <laughs> it's a big gig, right? So yes, yes. I'll give praise. <laughs> All right. I'm going to slide this question in before yeah. I ask you the last one. What's the one thing about cooking you hate? The one thing about cooking that I hate? Ooh. I know for me, growing uh, up, when, yeah. when my parents used to ask me, I hate cleaning chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah? I just, it was yeah, something so about the earth yeah, yeah man, the, the the skin, the slut. I just growing up, I just hated cleaning chicken. That chicken, was me. Yeah. yeah, I didn't do. Yeah, but no, we just buy from the store. You buy it all cut and whatever already. Um, I don't really hate anything about it because the hours come with it. Um, it's just that you know, on the professional side, it's a lot of stuff that comes with it on the professional side of thing. But if it's just cooking and talking about, then um, I don't really have anything that I really um dislike. There you go. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. That yeah. means you love what you do. The yeah, I love what I do. What yeah. you do, and you're always willing to do it. All right, here yeah. it is. The last question. Two people, past or present, who would you want to shadow and why? You got 24 hours to shadow them. Past or present, who yeah. would you just want to be on their shoulder, or fly on the wall, and just walk with them every day, where they go and what they do? Yeah. I'll just say Garden Ramsey. Like, he's one of my, like, first culinary hero. I just love... um is simplicity when it comes to food because food is very um simple sometimes we make it over complicated than it should it's all about flavors for him and he's also very knowledgeable i love his different persona that he has if you understand that oh this is tv garden ramsey versus and i love that about him he's bold he's confident in who he is you know and i love that about him it speaks a lot yeah then i would definitely say um I'll go for maybe like uh, Rachel Ray for her media side of things. 
Mm-hmm. You know, she's not a chef, but she also built a culinary empire by hosting different shows on the Food Network for years. Okay. She's also maintained over the years from 30-minute meal to now her own syndicated Emmy Award within daytime um, show. And she also came from just a kitchen to now hosting a talk show, you know, which is awesome. So, yeah, and it's good to have the best of both worlds. All right. Yeah. Tell everybody where you're spot is located so if we're in your area we want some food tell everybody where your spot's located already i'm at 300 college street that's college on spadina and of course you can find me hit me up on social media facebook and instagram at i am chef noel and of course you know i do catering private events so i can come to you as well you don't have to come to me <laughs> there you go there you go so if you really want to impress somebody yeah i can do it i can cook and leave i can cook and leave like yeah like nothing happened like see ya <laughs> yeah gets in gets out oh yeah all right ladies and listen sir it's been an honor and a pleasure right. to have you on my show thank you so much yeah man thank you so much for having me all right ladies and gentlemen hopefully it's not six years later though <laughs> no we got to make sure that we're, we're, we're on this more often because you yeah, know man. something it's time for everybody for you to jump into the kitchen what are yeah. you waiting for you know you have that style you have that taste for yourself it might not be cooking but it might be something else don't wait it's time for you to jump your next thing is waiting for you thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time hey hope you had a great time listening to the show If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback. So please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.